pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, build up to war with Iran. Have you received your big tax break handout yet? And cannabis gets you high, cannabis gets you healthy, and cannabis can still get you arrested. <laughs> Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Oh, rocky day in the markets. Over there in Asia, mixed. Down in Europe, it was down. In the States, a big hit down. Crude oil down, West Texas down, gold up a little bit, and Bitcoin keeps bouncing higher. Hmm. So here's what's going on. Dow drops 470 points on growing... Trade wars. Come on, they're not still <laughs> yeah, saying that. Yeah, they're not still saying that. I swear to God, wars. that's it. Don't they listen to us? No, growing trade war threat. Biggest decline since early January. Dow is down almost 650 points at one time. And um, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lightsizer told reporters that the U.S. will increase levies on China's imports on Friday. Here's the deal. They're going to make a deal with China. It's simple as that. The markets are going down because they're overvalued. Nothing goes straight up. As long as interest rates stay low, the market goes up because the cheap money will keep fueling them. This is a temporary hit. And again, it's a stupid joke. Every time the markets move, it's trade, trade wars. wars. We've been doing it now for two years. <laughs> On the gold front. This is very important. Gold only went up a couple of bucks. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, the market was down almost six, over 600 points at one point. If this was really trade war fears, and gold prices would be popping up, man. Good point. And they're not. Oil, oil's down a little bit today, but the reality with the oil market is that there's a lot of supply, and there's some questions about if that supply is going to keep up. For example... What's not making much of the news, there's this major oil line that comes from, from Russia, and it's been contaminated. Hmm. And so that may slow things down because this is, Europe gets a lot of the oil from Russia. And, this is a, and also, the Iranian situation is heating up, uh, and the sanctions America's put on Iran, they've cut their oil production in half. Libyan war is still going on, Venezuela. So oil prices are still in the $70 range. But if war breaks out in the Middle East with Iran as things are heating up, as we've long been saying, this could be a big one. This could drive the markets down and global economies. So this contaminated Ural's crude pipeline, again, this is a very important one because it's supply and demand, and they supply a lot of Europe. So that's basically it on the big news of the economy other than Central banks buying give gold trade a new sheen. Central banks purchased a total of $6 billion and more, an increase of 68% compared with last year. So why is that important? Because the central banks are saying that all this cheap money may be worth nothing at some point, and mm. gold is still the safe haven asset. So the central banks buying, it's a big deal because... They've increased, actually, sales. It's the highest number last year since the 1970s. Interesting. All right, you mentioned Iran, and as our trend subscribers know, 
Uh, for well over a year, the Trends Journal has cited as one of its major trends uh, market shock, mass murder, talking about a buildup to war with Iran, and now it's really ratcheting it up. We now have a headline today, new tensions with Iran. Um, the uh, Trump administration has accused Iran of backing of, of uh, threatening American troops, and Iran now is saying, in reaction, we may break the nuclear deal that we signed previously. And where are they threatening the troops? In their neighborhood. Iraq. That's right. Yeah. So it's American troops in Iraq. And what are American troops doing in Iraq? Oh, that's the war that was fought because of weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda? Are we still there? Yeah, that line. Yeah, that lie in war. But here's a headline, too, in, about Iran in the Wall Street Journal. U.S. intelligence showed that Iran has made plans to target U.S. forces in Iraq and elsewhere in the Middle East. So if the U.S. intelligence, this is the one that lied to us about the Iraq war, right. is saying this, isn't this fake news? I it could it be, is, right? Yeah. But it goes on. Triggering a decision to reinforce the American military presence in the region. So now they've sent in the uh, aircraft carrier, the Abraham Lincoln. Things are really hitting up. And this is the way they write this. Also talking about Iran. That followed, they say, a rocket barrage fired into Israel by Iranian-backed militia in Gaza. So now they're involving Iran in what's going on in Israel and the Palestinians. Remember your top trend in 2018, as you mentioned, market shock, mass murder. We said that there was a, a triangle of death forming between the United States, Israel, and Saudi Arabia. Here it is. It's playing out now. Again, we've been writing about this for years. It's very important, too, because the Secretary of State Pompeo was supposed to meet with uh, Germany's leader, uh, Angela Merkel, and he backed out of the trip. Hmm. And you know where he went? Where? To Iraq. This has just happened today. This is sudden. So they're building up this war effort, and it's going to only escalate. And the U.S. is threatening war with Iraq. Here's another line. We will hold Iranians accountable for attacks on American interests, Pompeo said. The fact that those actions take place, if they do, by some third-party proxy, so they could blame anybody, whether that's a Shia militia group or the Houthis or Hezbollah, we will hold the Iranians, Iranian leadership, directly accountable for that. So now, remember, this sounds like the invasion of Afghanistan. We're holding the Afghanistanian people and their government responsible for 9-11 because Osama bin Laden's over there. They're doing the same thing over here. If this war ratchets up, kiss the economy, kiss the markets goodbye, and kiss a lot of life goodbye, and it's time to occupy peace, and no one is, and there's virtually no blowback coming from the presidential reality show on the Democratic end. We have a little bit that we'll get to, but first we have to get to the fact that Israel is continuously pounding Gaza, stoking fears of invasion there. This is that triangle you talked about. It's all connected. And um, Netanyahu, very soon after being, you know, squeezing by in a re-election, uh, has a massive aerial assault on Gaza, and the result has been... Uh, the destruction of, are you ready? Not military sites, but residential buildings, mosques, shops, and media institutions. That's right, a Turkish media institution they blew apart. This is from the New York Times. 
Israel and Gaza in worse combat since war of 2014. The outbreak of violence appears to have begun on Friday. Remember, this is only Tuesday. When a sniper wounded two Israeli soldiers, a violent but local, localized expression of Palestinian impatience with Israel's failure to alleviate dire humanitarian conditions in Gaza. Dire humanitarian conditions. This is an open-air prison of two million people. They go on to say the fury of the weekend's fighting reflected pent-up Palestinian frustrations over Israel's slow pace in easing restrictions that have sent the densely populated and impoverished territory into economic freefall. This is build. This is this is building up. And uh, listen, you've been talking about this for years. We're hoping it doesn't happen, but we're going to. It's keep happening, and eye. again, you know, hope and change we could believe in is like that's it. Hope yeah. is an empty word. This has to. This is this is an apartheid state. You're Jewish, so they can't call me an anti-Semite over here. It has nothing to do with being a Semite. Semites, by the way, are from the Mesopotamia region. And so, and, and the Israeli leadership, Ashkenazis, they're from Eastern Europe. So it has nothing to do with that. I call a spade a spade, whether it's America, Israel, Italy, you name it. And these are the facts, and even as reported by the New York Times. Well, you mentioned that uh, about, we have about 26 candidates running for president from the Democratic side. Only two people have even uttered a word about this. Bernie Sanders gave a kind of lukewarm condemnation of what Israel's doing. But a gentleman- and Beto O'Rourke did too. And Beto O'Rourke did too? Yeah. Okay. Well, he called, no, he called Netanyahu a racist. Okay. Well, we have one candidate you may not have heard of because he's not getting much publicity, but we're going to give him some. His name is Mike Gravel. He's a former governor of Alaska, and he's a libertarian candidate for president, not actually a, a Democratic one. And he has absolutely expressed anti-war campaign whose social media is being managed by a group of teenage students, right? He doesn't have a lot of money behind him. I wonder why. And he has called out Israel on these horrible attacks on innocent civilians. He's calling out the U.S. on, the, on building up a war with Iran. And he is on the record... Um, as have, have said that these, these wars are absolutely insane. Here he says, The bloodshed in Palestine and Israel will not cease until the fundamentally unjust existing structure is jettisoned. We cannot support a right-wing racist regime committed to annexation and gradual ethnic cleansing. There must be a binational state with equal rights for all. This, now, on the other side yeah. of this, this guy Hickenlooper called Hamas to cease its random rocket fire into Israel. Rocket fire, these little tiny things. Israel is the most militarized and advanced military in, in the Middle East and, and one of the most in the world. And one other comment I know you'll like from Mike Gravel, who we're going to start covering a little more closely along with Tulsi Gabbard, also an anti-war candidate for president. He said, quote, only morons and neocons think war achieves Mideast democracy. Yep, I agree. Morons and neocons. He also has said, by the way, running for president, Iran's not a problem, never has been, never will be. Until Jimmy Carter made it one. Okay. <laughs> Senate override of Yemen veto fails. Now, we, we talked about this, and again, it's just constant. I don't care whether it's Democrats, Republicans, Independents, nobody speaks up for peace. No. Except and for it, Mike Ravel and Tulsi Gabbard. And us, Occupy Peace. Please do what you can to support Occupy Peace. 
Go to www.occupypeace.com. We can't do it alone. We need money to do this. And we're not from the billionaire class. We're not the privileged ones. You didn't so. get your, your big tax break handout yet? Yeah, no. All right. Well, you know, we hear about fake news a lot. How about this headline, Gerald? CNN falsely claimed Venezuela's Guaido was elected president in January. What do they say then? All right. In a CNN report, they declared pressure is mounting on Maduro, he is the current president, to step down following elections in January in which voters chose opposition leader Juan Guaido over him for president. That's totally false. Totally false. The, the reality is that uh, Maduro won over 60% of the vote. The, as we wrote in the Trends Journal, it was monitored by international organizations, said it was totally fair. And again, that is an outright lie. That's conspiracy information. Why, where are all you little Facebook freaks and Google YouTubers and Twitterers? How come you're not going after CNN and banning them for putting out fake lying news? Oh, and talking about lying news and liars and talking about Venezuela... Our, uh, what do you call Pompeo? The, well, he's uh, the Secretary of State. No, but you have another name for him. Um, oh, he's the guy who likes the rapture. He keeps, That's he the rapture He's, he's very influenced by the biblical rapture, yeah. which means, by the way, war in the Mideast. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and he's an evangelical Christian, so right. he brings out his religious religiosity. And, but he also said, I was CIA director. We lie? Oh, yes. All good Christians lie. What kind of... You're not the Christian that I was brought up as. Oh, and we cheat? Oh, what a great Christian you are. Oh, and we steal. What a wonderful religious man you are. We even had entire training courses. It reminds you of the glory of the American experiment, said Mike Pompeo, who should be in an insane asylum. <laughs> well, but, oh, and by the way, the major media did not cover this. That's right. The major media ignored it. That's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. All right, now... We're going to stay on global. We've got a lot of global stuff here. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll lots get to going the United on. States. We'll get to cannabis. That's our, one of our favorite trends. But Vladimir Putin, according to a headline, I love this headline. Think of the words, okay? Putin marshals his oligarchs to find back channels to Trump. They, they, this is interference in America. Here's what they wanted to do. This guy had been instructed by Mr. Putin. He told Mr. Gerson to come up with a plan for, quote, reconciliation between the United States and Russia. How terrible is that? Reconciliation. Could you imagine that? Why, this, this, is, this is treason, I tell you. <laughs> but that's how, they, that's how the headline reads. Oligarchs and back channels. To that's find back we, channels to Trump. That's our, that's, yeah, we shouldn't have peace. We should hate Russia. Let's keep the Cold War. Let's make it hot. Yeah, the Cold War was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, right. we had, a hide, they had us hiding on the desks That's right. in case a bomb went off. All right. Now, you mentioned CNN publishing absolute fake headlines about Venezuela. Well, in Europe, where they're usually a little more progressive when it comes to media, but they are demanding a guard for free speech. So even in Europe now, they're starting to censor. 
Yeah, again, this is one of our top trends for 2019, and it's serious. Uh, again, they should be censoring the CIA for lying. They should be censoring CNN, but they're censoring everyone that they don't want to hear another view of what's going on. This is, this is really terrible because, you know, you go back, Doug. Remember when the whole Internet started? Yeah, in the early 90s. Yeah, and it was supposed to be, this is going to be the place where you could do and say whatever you want. And now it's being censored terribly. All right. Um, in New Jersey, I grew up in New Jersey. They say it's a corrupt state. Trust me, it is. How $11 billion in tax breaks has New Jersey in an uproar is a fun headline. Eleven billion. What exit were you from? <laughs> <laughs> I exited the state. I'm up here now in, in Kingston. Here's the report. Again, it's political. All it's always political. It's corporatism, as you keep saying. And the state's own analysis at the time indicated that the two hundred and sixty million dollar tax credit is just part of it for Holtec. The net benefit to taxpayers would be, guess what. $155,000, but over 35 years. And it came out to the jobs they created would cost $650,000 in tax credits for each job. These aren't tax credits. The, we, the taxpayer, pay for these. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it in state after state. My master's was in public administration. This stuff did not exist back in the day when I began this. And the study after study shows out that comes out shows that these tax breaks only help the people they're giving the tax breaks to. And in return for the tax breaks, what they do is that morons, imbeciles, low-life jerks, <laughs> and morons call them campaign contributions. Right. And that's paybacks. corporatism. They're Corporations paybacks. own our politicians. They prove it every day. They're paybacks. Well, listen, we do have a presidential reality show going, and we have a question from one of our astute audience members. His name is Dylan. Dylan, thank you for your question. Uh, he says, uh, hello, Gerald. I'm enjoying the content you and Doug are providing. I have a question about your predictions thus far for the 2020 election. Do you see the state of Texas making an impact on the Electoral College and tipping it towards the Democrats. Uh, Dylan says he's been tracking that shift, and some polls show that this could happen. It will happen if Beto O'Rourke becomes the candidate. And we picked him early on to be it, but we've changed it. Again, we, we can't predict the future. There are wild cards, and the wild card that he dealt is he's screaming for open borders. And that's going to be the major, one of the major issues of the campaign. Bernie Sanders, on the other hand, is wants closed borders now, saying too many people are coming in. So if he, if Beto O'Rourke, being from Texas, would have won the nomination or win the nomination, then it could have been a swing state. We don't see it happening. I want to mention something else too about the presidential reality show. Important. Trump's approval rating now is forty-six percent. May sound low, but go around the world. For him, it's a lot that's lower. high. Yeah. yeah, because that this was Obama's, by the way, at the same time. And and so, but the other important thing is on the economy, his approval rating is about fifty six percent. And let's go back to the swing states. That's where most of the jobs have been created. Mm -hmm. So Trump could still win this election. There's a there's a lot to look for in this. So. Trump will win Texas, we believe, again, if he runs against a Bernie Sanders or even a Biden. Okay. Now, 
one of the solutions to all this tension and aggravation that we get every day by following what's going on around the globe, we need a little, we need a little cannabis, you know, oh, in our yeah, lives, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, some good news on the cannabis front on our continuing cannabis coverage. Governor plans to legalize marijuana. It's Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. Um, and he uh, has reached an agreement with his legislature to legalize recreational marijuana, and that makes 11 states now that will be uh, where it'll be legal to recreational enjoy cannabis. Again, it is, but there are a lot of yeses and nos about the laws, and they, again, we believe that they should not be regulating anything. It's nature's plant, and the people should vote on this, and that's your front page story in the Trends Journal. And again, to subscribe to the Trends Journal, you go to trendsjournal.com, put it on the ballot. They should have nothing to do with this because right. there's the other side to it too. Look what's going on with the cannabis, with it, how they, you mentioned. A woman in the suburbs of Dallas was arrested for selling hemp products. So we still have a ways to go. But tomorrow, more Iran, more Venezuela, more cannabis, more mayhem, and more fun. Join us tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020.